Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Joining us now is an American economist and author. He served in the Trump administration as the assistant to the president, as director of trade and manufacturing policy, and as the National Defense Production Act policy coordinator. Please join me in welcoming Peter Navarro to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And before I forget, he's just written a new book called In Trump Time, which is a a term that you might have heard him use quite often when he was on the news uh, during the Trump administration. But welcome, Peter. How are you this morning? Hey, Judge. Uh, great to be with you this morning. A uh, little breaking news for you. Uh, deep concern uh, tomorrow that uh, the feckless Biden is going to give away the uh, tariffs that Donald John Trump put on communist China to defend American workers uh, that's the scuttlebutt coming out of Washington. And the, the weird part, Judge, is that it doesn't look like he's going to get anything up for them. And uh, so what, wait a minute, the, which tariffs, which ter- what are you talking about, Peter? The China tariffs that um, we you know, it, we spent a lot of time with President Trump combating China's economic aggression by imposing tariffs. Right. Uh, on Chinese goods. And it was, it's been interesting. Biden has been reluctant to abandon those because there's widespread support among the American people. The American right. people, look, you know, and I know, American people know that China is attacking us. We are effectively at economic war with China. Mm-hmm. They steal mm-hmm. our intellectual property, they hack our computers. And so uh, Biden's meeting uh, virtually with uh, the dictator of China tomorrow, and the scuttlebutt has it. He's going to unilaterally wave the white flag and give those tariffs away. That's going to be devastating uh, for this country. So oh, the tariff, the tariff. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, you know what? We've seen it over and over, Peter, that uh, the Biden administration is on bended knee to China. Uh, they 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 either fear China or there's something that China knows that, uh, you know, they don't want to deal with China. Um, and you wrote a book uh, called Death by China, among many other publications. So you're very very knowledgeable on the issue of China and the danger that that they pose toward the United States. But, you know, without even getting into the issue of Taiwan, you know, what happened with the Wuhan virus, uh, you know, this agency says we still don't know whether it was a lab leak or whether it was intentional. Am I correct on that? Uh, well, <laughs> the intelligence community says that, but in, right. in that, my new book, In Trump Time, I prove unequivocally a number of things. First of all, that virus came from the lab. It probably is a bioweapon. And, and interestingly enough, Fauci himself funded that lab right. using American taxpayer money. And as we're learning more about it, he funded these gain-of-function experiments, which are able to turn a harmless bat virus into a human killer. So it's ironic. I talk about this in the book where the first time I meet Fauci is the end of January 
2020, Janine. And, mm-hmm. and the travesty was the lie of omission of Tony Fauci because he knew right then that he was likely culpable in the pandemic. He knew the virus came from Wuhan. He knew it popped up within yards of that lab. He knew he funded that lab. He knew he supported those gain-of-function research, and he had an email from a script scientist that told him flat out that thing was genetically engineered. So this is a bioweapon that the Chinese have attacked us with, ironically, with the help of St. Fauci. He's got to be fired, Janine. He needs to be in jail. Well, you know what's amazing about Fauci, Peter Navarro, I mean, uh, author of the new book in Trump time, is the fact that, you know, he has survived, I think, seven administrations or something crazy like that. He is the one guy in the in the government who isn't limited uh, by making just money from the government. He's got all kinds of investments. He's involved in pharmaceuticals. Uh, it is just his whole setup with the government is amazing. Am I correct about that? You're absolutely correct. And and one of the other things he did during the pandemic uh, was ban effectively the use of therapeutics. Uh, and right. that was all he's in big pharma's back pocket. Let's be clear about this. The only good news I could tell you, Janine, is that at the height of the pandemic, Fauci's popularity was over 70 percent. Every time he went up, President Trump's went down. And that was by design. Fauci would attack him. Yep passive aggressively but right now <laughs> Fauci is down in Kamala Harris territory in the 20s and 30s with the feckless Joe Biden we got to get him out of there I mean look I, my idea is to send him down to the border put him in a border patrol uniform let him hand out maps <laughs> uh, to the two million guys coming across let Peter Devero, you are too much keep them out of keep them out of our schools <laughs> Well, you know, the amazing part of it all is like that. And we could talk about this, too, Peter, because you're the economist and, and, you know, you're also a professor emeritus of economics and public policy at the Paul Marar School of Business at University of California, Irvine. Um, You know, we're letting all of these illegals in. They don't have to be tested. And if they have the virus, they don't have to take the vaccine. But if you're in a company of over 100 people, you've got to take the vaccine or be fired. If you're a police officer, a firefighter, you'll be fired. But we're letting the illegals in. Many of them have the virus. All right. Let's say I don't know what percentage it is, but you and I both know that a lot of them don't have basic uh, immunizations are from some of the poorest countries in the world. And yet and yet you're making people give up their jobs. You're getting them fired. Why is there this discrepancy between the American taxpaying citizen, hardworking, I would add, and the illegal who may be diseased, who doesn't have to follow the rules and doesn't have to take the vaccine? Explain that for me. Uh, Yeah, well, it's the woke progressive zombies who love uh, open borders. But I can tell you this, regardless of what people feel about the universal vax policy or the health care policy, it's been devastating to our supply chain and our labor shortages. Janine, this is the worst labor market distortions and shortages I've seen in my lifetime. And when you put longshoremen and food processors and truckers and pilots on the unemployment line, because you mistakenly oh. want to force them to take a vaccine that many of them do not ta- need to take because they've had the virus and have immunity. You know, if you have the virus, you've got 20 times the power of antibodies than you do if you take the vaccine. It's insane to force That's these people right. to get jabbed. 
And and as for the the border policy, there's there's a great little story in the, in the in Trump time book about how I went into uh, the uh, White House legal counsel's office. Pat Cipollone, the president, about 2018, was beside himself trying to figure out how to close the border, and we came up with the idea of threatening Mexico with tariffs. Of course, for 24 hours, the news cycle exploded. They called us crazy and reckless. But Mexico sent 15,000 troops to the border. And more importantly, Janine, they did the uh, safe third nation thing where they kept illegals on their side of the border. The boss, That's right. Trump, parlayed, parlayed that into similar agreements with the Northern Triangle countries, El, uh, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and we shut that border right then and there with that tariff policy. But yeah, it's a stay, stay in Mexico policy. I mean, what yes. gives them the right? And, you know, they're still coming in. What happened in Del Rio, Peter Navarro, uh, where it was the Fox drones that identified them in Del Rio, that mass that was coming through. Uh, and they're flying them into airports in the quiet of the night. And, you know, good for Ron DeSantis down in Florida, who saying, you know what, you can fly him in, but you know, I'm going to send him to uh, Maryland and Delaware. We'll send him to Joe's uh, part of the world. It's really it's really unfathomable. <laughs> well, the the yeah. worst part of that, it is now, it used to be 95% of the illegals came from Mexico and the Northern Triangle countries. Now, what we're seeing is uh, all around the world, they're sending folks to Brazil and then working their way up here. It's 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 like all bets are off. It, it, I'm telling you, Janine, for blue-collar, black and brown Americans in particular, you put all those people into a labor market, which is already depressed at the low end, right. at the service sector right. end, because of the pandemic, and it's it's just going to be a Hobbesian life for a lot of Americans. I, it's, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Trump was the greatest president in modern history. Biden has quickly established himself as the guy who can't shoot straight and is the worst president oh. we've ever had. It's just it's just amazing. But I, you know, again, I get back to what might happen tomorrow if Biden gives up those China tariffs. That's going to be a devastating blow uh, to the American worker, and uh, Biden's going to see his approval rating go even lower if that's possible you know um peter navarro i mean you were in the trump administration from the beginning one of the things i talked about earlier in the show was the fact that you know they fake it till they make it and it was like the trump uh uh, the dossier and you know they they make up this dossier and the feds end up indicting the actual source of the dossier and yet the the fake news after the source is indicted and another person is indicted and we know more indictments are coming down um you know i'm going to uh, i'm going to ask my guys to if you could just take uh cut number 2 i want you to listen to what the fake news is saying about the dossier they still say it's not false take it may be listen. dirty but it ain't fake is there anything in the dossier that has been disproven no, uh, no, I guess uh, the answer the short answer to the question. <laughs> so that's Nicole Wallace. And then, you know, it's James Clapper, who can never answer a question straight. And, uh, you know, they're saying that there's nothing in the dossier that's false after it's been proven false. I mean, they just keep faking it. It's got to make you as crazy as it makes me.